guys, we're so glad you're tuning into the Apex Students Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Apex Students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus. I want you to think about the voice. I want you to think about your voice, and not just whether it's high or low, but what is your voice uh, to your friends? to your family? What is your voice like? What are the words that you use? Are they more words of kindness and love or are they more words of negativity and tearing people down? What is your voice like? Um, Apex has a voice as well. Apex as a group. And a lot of you are here for the first time or the second time. And so I wanted to take a few minutes and talk about Apex and what we're about. Who is Apex? That's the question I want to ask tonight. Who is Apex? What does our voice sound like? What are we all about? What do we stand for? Um, if you don't know, Apex is the word that means the top of a mountain. So you see mountains all over this room, and we, we talk a lot about what Jesus did on mountains. And, and the idea is that at the top of the mountain, God does something. And all through God's history, all through mankind's history, you see God taking people to the top of the mountain to do something big in their life. You also see him, you see Jesus walking along, walking the earth, and he constantly was praying on, he would go to a mountain to pray. And, and Apex is all about connecting with God on the mountain. And we talk about it a few different ways. An Apex moment may be that one or two or three or four or five events in your life where you heard God the most clearly. But we also talk about the Apex moment is everyday prayer. We talk about daily disciplines, your spiritual disciplines. So like praying every day, reading the Bible every day. We say 10 and 10. 10 minutes in prayer and 10 minutes in reading the Bible or a devotional or something like that. It's a really great place to start, 10 and 10. So we talk a lot about connecting with God on the mountain. And I know that in this room, people that have been involved with Apex for any amount of time, Apex is important to you. I know that. I've seen you encounter God. I've seen you grow in a huge way because of your time at Apex, because of what God has done with you on the mountain. God has changed your lives, and I want to broaden that story. I don't want to fill this room with chairs to show off that we have a giant youth group. I don't care about that. I really, I was just being really honest with you earlier about my weakness. (laughs) I honestly don't care about filling this room with people unless it is all about Jesus, unless it is about the mountaintop experiencing God. That is what I care about. And so that's kind of what we're talking about tonight. People in this room have encountered Jesus and what I want is to expand that story. I want to expand the number of people that say in that garage at Harvest, they had that really cool new building up on top, but they got that really cool garage where the teenagers hang out, and I encountered Jesus there. I want more and more people to be able to tell that story. That's important to me. Over and over, when I ask people, that I've done this periodically, take a little survey, and I say, what are the top two or three reasons that you keep coming back to, Wednesday, to uh, Apex? Because you could do so many things on Wednesday nights. Who in this room has taken off work on Wednesday nights so you can be here? Look at those hands around the room. And a lot of the people who don't have their hands up don't have jobs, so it has not crossed their paths yet. <laughs> but Apex is important to you. And I've asked people, why do you take off work for Apex? Why do you, why do you turn in an essay late because you just got to be at a youth group? Why do you do that? And the, every time, I get all kinds of different answers for that. But there is one answer that almost always makes it on the list, and it's that my friends are there. 
Last week, we said, why Apex? We talked to a lot of seniors that are graduating at the end of the summer and leaving us, and, and they are going to do amazing things for Jesus all over the world. And we said, why Apex? And so many of them, whether they mentioned it or not, I know all of them have been impacted in some way by the friends that they met here. That's the story I want to expand. I want you to encounter Jesus and keep coming back because of the relationships that you have had, that you've made here. People know that there are people here that love them, people that are rooting for them, and not just students, but adults too. Some of you have walked into this room and you've never been cared about by an older person. Maybe your parents and nothing else. You're like, my teachers hate me, my coaches hate me, my neighbors hate me, but I found adults at Apex that care about me. I want that story to be one I hear over and over again. So here you're going to find friends that love you and root for you and are going to yell at you when you're not here and make you take off work so you can be here on Wednesday nights. Friendship is the ingredient of Apex that I'm talking about tonight, and I want us to capitalize on to broaden that story of people encountering Jesus here. Too many people have walked in that door and back out and have never seen them again. That story breaks my heart. That is a story that I want to shrink. I want that story to not happen. Too many people. I hate it when that happens. And so I want people to come here and get connected quickly and deeply, get connected to other people here, to find friends that love them and cheer for them and support them. And um, you don't know it yet, but you are those friends. You are the people that when people walk into this room, they're going to say, man, I met Emily there. And I just have to go back because she's my friend. I met Donnie there because I just met him and he's my friend. And I can tell that he's a great guy. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. (laughs) Just as an example, I want you to know if you're in this room, you can be a part of that story for people. That's what I want. That's what we're talking about. We work hard to make Apex the friendliest place on earth. We work hard to make that true, to make this place the friendliest place on earth on any given Wednesday night. We don't always get it right. That's not always going to happen. People do walk in and walk out without feeling that. But we work to make that a priority. We don't always hit it, but we work hard to prioritize it. So here's the question. Who is Apex? What is Apex all about? What does Apex stand for? Why do you keep doing this? So I want to tell you, We talked a little bit about Apex Moments, encountering God on the mountaintop. That's very, very important. Our formal mission, which you'll see in the logo and on the website around, you're going to see these four words. Worship, connect, serve, reach. Worship, connect, serve, reach. So those four things are what we're about. Worshiping God, connecting to one another, those friendships that I was talking about. Serving in our church and in our community. So, For instance, on the worship team or the tech team or the student leadership team serving in our church or in kids' church on a Sunday morning or on the worship team on a Sunday morning or in the parking lot on a Sunday morning, serving the church and also serving the community. So we have opportunities for that. We have a food bank that's here. We have outreaches at Harvest. We have all kinds of opportunities to serve our church and serve our community. And the fourth thing is to reach our world with the message of Jesus. So being able to tell people the story of Jesus, how it has impacted, how God has impacted your life and what he can do for other people. Those four things, worship, connect, serve, reach. Tonight, we're talking a little bit less formally. So those are, that's the formal mission. But on a little, on a more micro level, when someone comes to Apex for the first time, they're probably not going to remember those four things. But what do they walk away knowing about Apex? After one visit, what do they know about Apex? That is what I want. (laughs) I want them to love it. I want them to say we're friendly. I want them to say, I went to Apex and I felt loved. 
because I did a bunch of research in the Bible. When I'm, I was asking this question, what is Apex? Who is Apex? What are we gonna, what are we gonna be all about? And why does this, what is the one, the central theme? What is the one thing? And I researched what God said the church should be the one thing that we're known for is love. The one thing we need to be known for. It, it was very clear. It did not take long for me to research that. Love is clearly the thing God wants his church to be about. So Apex should be filled every week with love, loving people, loving God, loving people. And that's one of the reasons that we work so hard to make Apex the friendliest place on earth. I'm going to show you that love is the central theme that God wants us to be about. Before we get into we're going to have four points. There's one foundational principle. The first thing is that God is love. God is love. Not just that God is loving, that he loves you. All those things are very true. But he is love. And that's kind of hard for me to wrap my brain around. Like he's not just loving, but he is love. He is also things like hope, joy, peace, all of these great things. He is goodness. God is love. 1 John 4 says this, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. So he is loving. Love comes from God. Also, everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. So God's people will love. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. God is love. It's as easy as that. So based on that foundation, I built this checklist of four things that I want someone to gather after one visit at Apex. And they probably would not be able to go home and write down these four exact things. But if I said these four things to them, I want them to be able to say, yes, I did notice that. Yes, I did notice that. Yes, I did notice that. Yes, I did notice that fourth thing. So there's four loves that prove that Apex is the friendliest place on earth. And they're all centered around the idea God is love. They're the answer to the question, who is Apex? Apex, just like God, Apex is love. So let's get specific. Because it's who we are at Apex, the first love that people should learn here is that God loves us. God loves us. It may be obvious to some of you, especially if you're a church person, but for people that are coming to Apex for the first time that maybe don't have a ton of exposure to church, that they didn't grow up in the church, they didn't go to Sunday school or VBS, but they came here first, that may not be so obvious to everyone. And it's our job to make sure that everyone who walks in these doors knows that God loves us. He loves them. And the rest of the checklist is kind of going to work to do this first thing as well. So it's a part of being the friendliest place on earth that we show people that God loves them. One of the biggest ways that we do that is by talking about Jesus and what Jesus did a whole lot. So again, in the same uh, book we talked about a little bit earlier, First John, it says this, this is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. God loved us so much that he sent Jesus to die for us, to die on a cross so that we could be reconnected with God, so that we could have this, our relationship with God was distant and Jesus came to die to close the gap, to bring us closer to Jesus. Like I said, the rest of the list is gonna feed into this idea as well, but I, it's a bit of a personal mission of mine that people will come here one time and have at least a little bit of an idea of who Jesus is and what he did for us. Super important that people know God loves us. So he loves us, and we want to show people that come to Apex that God loves them as well. And the second love I want to talk about 
in, in that it shows people that Apex is the friendliest place on earth, and that is that we love each other. We love each other. This is really central to being the friendliest place on earth because there is no friendship without this love within each other. Um, and this just happens pretty naturally around your friends, right? Uh, and you may not say it to all your friends. I love you, bro. Try it. I love you, sister. I love you, girl. Um, I don't, you don't call each other sister, do you? Sis is coming back. I've seen that on the tweets. <laughs> all right. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So... <laughs> Whether you say it or not, this happens naturally with your friends. You just, you, you have this love with your friends. And I know that you love your Apex friends. I know that that's true. And let me tell you, I want to show you that that is a spiritual thing. That is not just a friendship thing. That is a spiritual thing. Um, Jesus walked the earth. We believe that he was a man. God in the form of man walked the earth for 33 years. And during that time, he said this, A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, 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 whoa, as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Love one another, love one another, love one another. We're supposed to love one another. And when we do that, people know that we are following Jesus. People know that we are his because of our love for one another. Our love for other Apex family and our love for other, like the bigger Christian church, like other youth groups, other churches, other people that are Jesus followers, our love for each other between those people as well is how people know that God is love through our love through one another. Love should be our identity because Jesus said to the early church, the very first people that were following him, listen, your identity needs to be love one another so that they know that I love them. A lot of you guys are really good at loving your friends. Like I said, that kind of happens pretty naturally. I see a ton of healthy and deep friendships in this room. And that doesn't mean they're perfect friendships. Like, even people following Jesus mess up sometimes, like a lot of times. <laughs> like, even, it does not, just because they're your church friends doesn't mean it's going to be a perfect friendship. And if you're pretending it's a perfect friendship, it's probably going to make it worse. So, just remember that sometimes Christians hurt each other as well. So, um, we all need to be aware that, like, have you ever felt like you were on the outside of a group? Like, I, I, this is my biggest fear that someone walks into here and feels that. Because we've all been there. Whether we're, like, going to a new school or a new club or a new something. And we see this, like, group of friends. And they've, they're established. They have inside jokes. They have this insider language that we don't understand. And they just don't talk to me. So I don't feel welcome. We've all been outside of a group. And Apex cannot be a place that makes people feel that way. That is so, so important to me. So important to me. So important that a lot of you in this room, unless it's like your first or second or third time, we've talked about this exact thing before. <laughs> because I bring it back around. I run it back all the time. Because I want you to know this cannot be a place where that happens. We cannot be a place that people feel outside. So we work hard to make sure people feel included and that we are the friendliest place on earth to people that are showing up. So how do we do that? We make sure that closed groups don't happen. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in another love. But in order to make Apex feel like the friendliest place on earth, we are intentional about squashing closed friend groups before they start. Continue to love your friends. Jesus says it's important. It's, it's a spiritual thing, but not to the exclusion of other people. 
All right, God loves us. We love each other. The third love that should identify Apex is we love God. Now, Jesus made a pretty big deal out of this, obviously. So in the book of Matthew, um, Matthew wrote down the events of Jesus' life, just like John did. We talked about a minute ago. And uh, this event that Matthew chose to, to write down, there was this wise guy, and he thought he could stump Jesus with a really difficult question because if he could get Jesus to say something that was wrong, biblically speaking— they could get him in trouble. They could send him to jail. They could get him killed, something like that. So he was like, I'm going to give him a trick question and trap him into getting himself in, other, in trouble. So this is how that conversation went down. Because Jesus gave two answers, and they're going to be loves three and four. He kind of gave three answers. We're going to talk about two of them. So this is how that conversation went. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Because the law was the Old Testament, which had like 613 commandments. Or maybe you could say the law was the Ten Commandments. Again, you got ten. So he's like, hey, which was the most important one? Because if I say one's more important, then I might as well be saying the rest aren't important, and I can throw that guy in jail. That was this guy's intent. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus is really good at making people trying to make him look stupid look stupid. So Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Now, that's a pretty big deal. Like, he was referencing some stuff that these, the Jewish people around him knew very well. This was this, like a scripture that they would have to quote daily. They knew this is important. And, and, and like, while he was trying to trip him up, he's like, ah, darn, he's kind of right. Okay, yeah, no, you're right. Love God, that's, that is the most important thing. Love God. When Jesus was asked to boil it all down, the answer was love God. God. And when you do that, that's why he said this is the most important commandment. Because Not because it's one that rises to the top, but when you get this one, the rest fall into place. When you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, the rest of the things that he asks you to do happen naturally when you put God first. So Jesus says, if you love God, the rest will fall into place. When someone visits Apex for the first time, how do they see that? How do they see that we love God? Now, um, it happens naturally. We don't have to work hard because, like, we don't have to work hard to make people see this because it's authentic here. People here do love God, and you see people in worship, and that's a great time to show, to, to love God, to express your love for God, because you're not doing it to show people, but it is something that someone that visits should walk away with, because you authentically love him, and you do that, you show that, you express that in worship, you express that through sitting here where maybe you've gone to school all day and you still come back to church where it's like almost like school for a second. And you're like, why would they do that? Because you love God. You're showing people that it's a sacrifice you make for God. Just that you are here shows that. So it's important to show people to express our love for God so that people know that we love God. And that's an important thing. So God loves us. We love each other. We love God. And finally, the last love on this checklist um, of things a person should know and feel after just one visit to Apex is that we love people. We love people. Here's that last verse again. Uh, and the next verse, the continuation of that same conversation. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. So we got love God and we've got love your neighbor. Love your neighbor. So just to be clear, anyone who walks through this door 
anyone you pass in the hall at school, anyone that you um, serve at your job, anyone that you walk by on the street, that's your neighbor. That's who, like he didn't mean the person that lives next door. He means anyone that you can see, <laughs> anyone that you could possibly affect in your life, which is a lot of people, that's your neighbor. So part of showing people that Apex is the friendliest place on earth is by showing people that we love them. We love people. And that's, it's easy to say, and I do believe you when you're saying it, but when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter if you love people, if people walk away feeling unloved. So, you, so more than just love people, you have to work hard to show people you love them. It's not enough to say, oh, I love them and like not look at them if they visit Apex. <laughs> That's not enough to just say, I love them. And it may even be true. It's not enough. We need to work hard to show people that we love them. I love you. Because if people leave here without knowing that, we missed it. We can't let that happen. So I love this. It's going to get real practical. How do we show people that Apex loves them? Let's go back to that closed friend group thing. Um, one way is to make sure that your friend groups are not exclusive. So we want to make sure it's easy for people to find friends here. And uh, because Apex is going to be the friendliest place on earth, so it needs to be easy for people to connect with people and find friends here. So how do we protect Apex from a click infestation? I have a few ideas. Number one, watch your heart. Watch your heart. I need you to ask yourself honestly, is what I'm doing right now making Apex the friendliest place on earth? Now, I know I'm asking a lot because you need to be able to ask your question, ask that question to yourself and answer it honestly. Is what I'm doing right now contributing to making Apex the friendliest place on earth? Because we want, a we want Apex to reach people. We want to broaden the story that my life was affected. I met God because of what he did with me at Apex. And to do that, we need to connect with people and show people that we love them. Show them that Apex is the friendliest place on earth. So many of you have told me you were here because of friendships. You kept coming because you made friends here. And I want that for more people. And I hope you also want that, honestly want that, for more people. Watch your heart. The second thing is to watch your mouth. This one's really super practical. Um, I, I know I sent some of you, that was a bit of a trigger because that's what, you, that's what a parent said right before they whapped you in the cheek or washed your mouth out with soap. Anybody have their mouth washed out with soap? Uh, a couple of you. It never happened to me, but it was threatened a lot. It was like my mom heard that one time. It was like, that's a really great idea. But she like didn't have the stomach for it. She couldn't actually do it. But um, so I, I commend you. But seriously, watch your mouth. This is super practical because um, a huge mark of an exclusive friend group, you can tell right away if you're in a friend group that is talking about someone else unkindly. At any moment in this room, anyone should be able to walk into that, to that group of friends and not feel uncomfortable or not feel put down. No matter how much, I do not care how much you dislike a person. The way you talk about people in this room is only kind things. If your group is talking negatively about people, it's an unhealthy thing and I need your help to squash it. So any person should be able to walk into your group and not feel offended watch your mouth. The third thing is to watch your feet. Watch your feet. This one's real easy. We talk in groups. Like after service, you're going to see a bunch of groups. And that's cool. Like that's not, that doesn't imply exclusiveness. 
But one really practical way we can show that we are not exclusive is by turning our circle groups into you groups. Because abstractly and physically, a circle group is a closed off group. Well, maybe not abstractly. Maybe you do welcome other people. But if you're in a circle, you are physically saying, no one else can join this circle. Like maybe your friend will, like your best buddy's gonna like be like, oh, I'm gonna weasel my way into the circle because they're comfortable. But someone who doesn't have a friend here is not going to do that. They will never just budge their way. And there's a few people that will, but a majority of people will not just force their way into a circle. So we do use here. We talk in use. And uh, this is something, this is language we've been using for a few years now, like I think two, two full years now. And uh, we still use that language regularly, watch your feet. And if you hear that, it just means, hey, you're, you're in a circle. And it's not a condemnation. We're not saying like you're a bad person because you were in a circle. It's just a reminder to turn your circle into a you. Watch your feet. The fourth thing, um, the fourth thing comes with some responsibility. And that is to watch the room. Watch the room. Because now that you are hearing this, now that you are a part of the Apex family, it is your job to look around the room and notice when people are not feeling that Apex is the friendliest place on earth. It can be super easy to like get caught up in your friend group and to not even notice the other people in the room. Um, but I'm not content with that happening and I hope you're not either. It is important that that you are watching the room. I love that you love your friends, but you need to watch the room, stay in tune with what's happening in the room so that you can see people who are disconnected and don't feel like this is the friendliest place on earth and you can do something to help them. Now, it's your job to show them that Apex is the friendliest place on earth. And I know that that is difficult. Uh, it sounds difficult. So let's think through it. We're gonna get real practical. You can go up to somebody who is not feeling like this is a friendly place, sitting by themselves or have like just looks like they're unhappy or uncomfortable here. And you can introduce yourself. Like that's a really great place to start. Just tell them your name. Ask them a, maybe a question about their lives. Uh, and this can be awkward and I know it can, but it's a sacrifice that we make for people that are here for the first time. It's a sacrifice that we make. I feel un awkward. Listen, I do this every week. Every week I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Every week. A lot of you in this room have had a weird conversation with me. You're like, the first time you're talking to me, you're like, that is a weird person. And that's because I will put myself in an awkward position so that you don't have to feel uncomfortable. I'm going to like go out on a limb so that you don't have to. I'm trying, man. <laughs> that is what we, that's what we do here. That's what we do you get yourself a little uncomfortable so that other people don't have to be uncomfortable. All right, so walk up, introduce yourself. Here's an idea, bring a friend. Swallow your pride, bring a friend. Hey, let's split the uncomfortableness between us. <laughs> Cut it right in half. And then we add a third person that doesn't feel friendly at the time into our conversation. When I don't know what to talk to somebody about, I use this acronym and it's FORM, F-O-R-M. And um, Pastor Ray taught me this, and I, he told me one time, and I never forgot it, form, F-O-R-M, family, occupation, recreation, and mission. So I ask questions right down that line. If I don't know what to say, I will say, hey, where are you from? What's your family like? Do you have any brothers or sisters? 
Which, which of your parents are you more like? Where Do you like the house that you live in? Have you always lived there? Family questions. Do you have any pets? The second one is um, uh, occupation. So typically, if you're on the younger end of this group, you say, what do you do for... Um, what, what, yeah, what school do you go to? What grade are you in? What's your favorite subject? Um, what'd you have for lunch today? Do you enjoy recess? Or do you enjoy um, gym class? What's your favorite thing to do in gym class? There's that limitless questions. Or maybe you do have a job. And you say, do you work? Where do you work? Do you like it? Where else have you worked? I worked there once. I worked at a place kind of like that. You're going to find that you have all kinds of things to talk about. F-O-R is recreation. What do you do for fun? Now, I don't judge a book by its cover, but I do ask questions based on what you look like. (laughs) So I might start out with, do you play sports? Because some people just look like they play sports. Usually the answer is yes. Sometimes it's no, and that's fine. Usually it's yes. So do you play sports? Do you like to play video games? How did you break your arm? (laughs) So what do you do for fun? Recreate, do you like to read? Do you like, what kind of music do you like? So, and the fourth one is mission. So a lot of times you're not going to make it all the way to the fourth one because the first three are so easy. And the fourth one's a little more difficult. Um, but like maybe what do you want to do when you grow up? Do you serve anywhere at Apex? What is your, like, what is God speaking to you? What is your, like, role in, in the church, in ministry? It's a more abstract question. But there's a lot of material there for you to talk to people about. Really, really practical, all right? And this one gets... This one might be even easier. Take your whole friend group. Say, guys, this, we're in a U, and we need to take that U and add that person to it. And so you all shuffle over. Don't make it weird. Don't shuffle over. I'm just kidding. Take your whole friend group and just talk about what you were talking about near someone. That's it. That's all it takes. You have your conversation you were already having, but close to someone. I love this. This is so practical. Um, Here's something really practical as well. When someone, when you have taken your conversation over to someone and they contribute to the conversation, how you react is important because they have put themselves on, out on a limb. You've made yourself a little uncomfortable, a little awkward, and it's gained some trust with that person. And maybe they contribute to the conversation. They laugh at a joke that you made or they, they contribute to whatever you were talking about and say, my favorite thing is this. How you react to that is important because I have been in situations where I am the new person, I feel just a tiny bit comfortable, and I say, I contribute, and I get no reaction from any other person like I don't exist. I think a lot of us have been there. We've tried, we've gone out on a limb, we've tried, and it's why we don't always go out on a limb because we've tried so many times and it crashed and burned. So here, we make it a priority to make people feel valued at all times. And a really easy way to do that is when they make a joke, you laugh. Even if it's a stupid dad joke, <laughs> when they make a joke, you laugh. When they contribute, you, this is an old improv rule, yes and. So when they say something, they like say, oh, I love meatballs. You say like, man, my grandma makes the best meatballs in all the land. Where's your favorite meatball? <laughs> what? Is, it's... It's a normal thing. But seriously, how you react, how you welcome people into the conversation is so important. Validate people. Acknowledge people. Here's the bottom line. Do not let your friendships get exclusive. You can't. Because 
we work hard to make this, to make Apex the friendliest place on earth. And now that you've heard all that, you have a responsibility and, and a student leader or an Apex staff person, a small group leader may say to you, watch your feet. Or they may say to you, hey, watch your mouth. Hey, watch the room. Would you look at that person over there? Would you take your, your group over there? Or would you introduce yourself to this person? Or they may go with you a lot of the times to kind of, again, cut that awkwardness in half. You have a responsibility now. You're on the inside. We, you are, hey, if you've been here for one time, you're officially part of the Apex family. And this stuff is now your responsibility to make Apex the friendliest place on earth. Because these four things, God loves us, we love each other, we love God, and we love people. The purpose of us going over this every year, as I mentioned, the reason we talk about this, how we do things, the language we use, is to help people feel loved when they leave. Help people feel loved. If Apex is gonna be the friendliest place on earth, it's gonna require all of our input, all of our participation to make that come true. Would you join with me to do that? Would you take that challenge on? All right, let's pray. God, thank you. I thank you so much for the people in this room. I thank you so much for the way you keep growing this family. And I ask you that you would put on our hearts this important challenge, this important responsibility to make Apex, to work so hard to make Apex the friendliest place on earth because we have experienced it. We have made friends here. We have felt validated, acknowledged, and loved here. Help us to make that true for other people. Help us to show people that God loves us, that we love each other, that we love God, and that we love people who walk in these doors, Father. Because as we do that, we are becoming more like you because you are love. So the more love that we show, the more we look like you. God, help us to make this a priority. Help us to watch our hearts, watch our mouths, our feet, to watch the room and make this place the friendliest place on earth. God, we love you. And that's why we do it. I pray that not a single person in this room walks out of here without looking a little bit more like you. In your precious name we pray. Everybody said, amen, amen. Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.